already in the building. How we doing, good people? St. Louis Organics presents. Peace of life. Podcast. Episode 489. How's everybody doing? And welcome to the show. Hello, Anchor. Hello, iTunes. Spotify is well out there for you guys. Whether you listen to your favorite podcast, Ed, welcome aboard and hello to another Wednesday episode of Who's to Blame, the podcast. I'm your host, Dre Montez. And if it's your first time tuning in, thank you so much. There are several ways you can follow the show. But more important ways, visit the website, www.dremontez.com. You get high fives out there for everyone. Chest bump. Hug it on out. If you celebrate a birthday today, happy birthday to you. Anniversary, engagement, baby's on the way. You just had a baby. Welcome to the world. Happy birthday to you. Fur babies out there as well, too. Everyone that's involved. Let's have a great, great Wednesday moving forward with this one right here. Again, this is the podcast edition of the show. If you want to figure out, we do the live portion of the podcast on our podcast page on Facebook, Who's to Blame, as well as on Twitter at W2B Dre Montez and YouTube Dre Montez. But wherever you are, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to say hello to us here in the podcasting world. But today, we're going to title today's episode as Owners of Sports Teams. As a sports enthusiast that I am, we're getting prepared for college football season. We're getting prepared for the NFL. We're getting prepared for the start of the N- for the NBA. And we're also getting prepared for MLB playoff season. And camp's about to start up as well for the NHL in a while. So all sports are about to get going. And people in a different mindset whether in high school, college, or trying to make it to the pros or in the pros. I think the approach is different from the fans as well as the uh, players and as well as the people that are involved with each prospective sports team or league. And I'm sitting back thinking about this because I was drawn to this by watching a movie critic show. And this is what inspired me to come up with this episode. In a movie critic show, the young man said, I think we're looking at Hollywood wrong. So we think that Hollywood is all these blockbuster movies making this much money and doing all this and doing it, that that's the way Hollywood goes. That's not the way Hollywood goes. You ever think about these movies that we deem as bombs didn't do well as expected from us or either the theater company, but the people on the other side have other interests in that movie where there's a gain on that side. Think about these movies that are cult hits. When they came out, they had no even flash of a symbol in the movie theater at all. The movie lost its ass in movie theater. Everybody laughed them out of stock. Horrible movie. Why these actors in that movie? Then you flip it around and look at some of those movies today. They are hits. So some of these producers and companies went in with the intentions of knowing this movie is going to bomb. That's why I'm putting it out at this time. This is why I'm going to put this out at this time. I'm banking on it to bomb because I know when it comes back around, 
I'm going to make my money then. So the initial investment is a bomb on this planet or a failure, excuse me about the word B-O-M-B. But the failure portion of this. So this is a long game process. So if the movie industry and the music industry can do this, has the sports industry done this and is doing this? Who's to blame? Now, as fans, we tell you about players for the first time that we spot them or somebody tells them about him or her performance, whether it's in high school or the collegiate level or what it may be. We believe in something. We start telling people about it. We believe into it as well. And then there's a fascination of following this said athlete, following the, the progression tracks from high school and then this player season. Then more and more people getting involved. Now, here comes the next process, going to the college. Okay. Now, college, okay, let's let's get better while we're there. Now, we're seeing this with our own eyes, and now we're starting to talk. Can't wait to see him or her in college with the right team. And lo and behold, this is what our team, we're really cheering in for all the time. Now we're really going in for our teams. We're going hard. And it's going the way we want it to go. Okay. Now it's going the way we all want it to go. Now we're looking, now we're looking at the next level, turning pro. This is where it all changes. This is where it all changes into me. I'm looking at this from documentaries, the athletes that I know, talking to people, watching movies, reading articles. My own little background on this certain type of thing that happens once they turn pro. It can go good. It can go bad. It could be like your military experience or your college experience as a non-athlete in college. You can go back or you can say, fuck this shit. I'm up out of here. So with that being said, I love when people say that. With that being said, why don't you just say it, Dre? But it doesn't go as planned. This could be an athlete with a high potential household name. We know him personally. It doesn't matter. But we're looking forward to this athlete doing well once they turn pro. But they learn something valuable. Not all pro teams are the same. Not the approach is the same. Not all locker rooms are the same. Not the immediate bonding is the same. There's a process to becoming a professional athlete. What we see on the outside is not what really goes on. So we're just going we're gonna to stay along the parameters of this. You have the one that's going through, okay, I adjusted pretty well in college. I, I got this. I got it. You have the ones that I didn't know this game was that fast. You have the one, they didn't talk football this way to me when I was in high school or college, so I'm lost. But all three of them are going to find it the way to make it in the NFL or their professional sport. Whatever professional sport that him or her is playing, those are the three type of athletes that seem always the ones that get it, the ones that didn't know the game was that fast, and the ones that were not prepared for the shift. Okay. Now we got it all figured out now. Now it's on the game time. You done made the team. You done made the squad. Now you find out the coaches are not the same as you were dealing with. They're not the same. The thrive, the initiative, the talk, the approach to the game has changed. And now here you are questioning now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. But why are they coaching like this? Why are they doing this? But you're a professional athlete. You have to go along with the plan. You could be with a winning franchise, a mediocre franchise, ones that barely even sniffed the 500 out of Mendoza line. 
and we as fans are booing. What the hell's wrong with you? Do better, Joey. We're yelling. We're getting all involved. But at the beginning of this, I said I learned about this from watching an entertainment special about the Hollywood approach. Not every team is going to come at this like the Dallas Cowboys. Not every team is going to come at this like the New York Yankees. Not every team is going to come out of this like the New York Knicks, as far as money and value of a sports franchise. It all changes when you get the players. When you get the players in place, now we start to move, move the needle. Now let's switch around to the owners of these sports franchises. They're thinking totally different about money. Totally different about money. See, the money changes. Your perception of money changes when you're an owner. That's why it pays to know about ticket sales, advertising, and television analytics and data. All that is important. Everything is important. And the owners are looking at that. And we as fans are falling into this like, why don't you do something for the team? But all the talent has been there. You go back and look at some of these teams. Who comes to mind? Maybe the Anaheim Angels, L.A. Angels. In the last 25 years, one, one World Series. Now look at the town. Look at the town. Look at the town. You got so much skepticism, booing. Arguments here in St. Louis and California over what happened with Pujols. But the man saw a curve at the end of all this. He saw a curve coming. Oh, that's too much money for a player. You're going to lose your ass. But look at the athletes that have been on that team. Look at the athletes that have been on that team. It's amazing. That's a homework assignment for you today. The athletes that have been on, not just the Angels, some of these teams out there in the past 25 years that have not won much, competed a little bit, but had an array of athletes over 25 years, but didn't win diddly poo or diddly squat. And we're saying that team is horrible, horrible. But people are still going to see them. They're still buying into the philosophy. They're still going, the mechanism still works. Failure is making money. He's banking on that. Because he saw the curve coming with the television deal. He saw the curve coming. Why, why we can't see the curve coming? I'm not saying this is a bad thing in sports that goes on. I'm just saying now, the older you get in sports, kids, let me tell you, you're going to break your heart. Sports is going to break your heart the older you get. The fun, the bubblegum chewing, the smell, the high fives, the chest bumping, the pats on the ass, the parties, all of it changes older you get then you start seeing things you do not want to discuss with people the evilness the cheating the racism the sexism in the school in sports the nepotism the manipulation how they all working together why they never apologize when the hidden proof is right that if they were wrong this is all a plan who's the plan who was a genius that thought of this move uh, where's the mechanism in that? Did anybody see that shift coming when one day the sports world would figure out what the movie world figured out? You mean to tell me I can have a losing team and not really lose money? I can make money off a losing franchise 
without really tanking. But I can have a constructive way to do this. I can have a real systematic way to do this. And it, it's. Think about when players don't get their bonuses and you find out why that player didn't get a bonus. Think about when you see an argument on the sideline and there's a time limit in a game. No matter the score, it's the scenario. I'm not saying it's cheating. I'm not saying it's, well, it is manipulative entertainment. I will put it that way. Is there something wrong with that? It's been working for decades. Well, centuries probably. But it's just fascinating. The older you get, you look at things totally differently. The older do we get. The older we get, the older the work, <laughs> the older we get. And it's just, I'm sitting back at it like, wait a minute, this, this cannot be true. Now, this is my own beliefs here. These beliefs are brought to you by Draymond Tez. No one else told me to say this. I'm just looking back saying, wait a minute. If that movie did that, Looking at his lifestyle, looking at their lifestyle, look at the, the five movies this man made, he would never have to work again. But these five movies were flops. And you look at these sports owners, the ones that invest, the ones that really want to win, the ones that really, really, really want to win, that are really, really trying to win. We don't give them a fuck of credit because we want the now effect. We want that first year draft pick to be ready to go but feel like he's been in the league four years. That's what we want. We want the microwave athlete. This, this ready quick shit has ruined everything. The fast forward button has ruined porn. The rom-coms, the rewind and the pause has ruined lovemaking. We're in so much of a hurry. Take our time. Let it marinate. Everybody grandmama used to cook slow. These grandmamas right now, they start cooking at 5, you're eating at 6.15. That is not food. That's not food. Who's to blame? When so much of a hurry to push push the product so fast, push it. And then we push it so fast, it doesn't work out to our expectations. Now we're mad. I've yet to see anybody want to push pregnancy faster than nine months. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'll wait. Let's push school from 12 years to six years okay you want to rush every damn thing else but when it comes to those two things you want to slow it down give it time get that baby grow up a little bit as they say in the hood on the flow on the phone but it just has me thinking are they wrong for this or are we wrong for not even seeing this coming from the beginning in the world of sports they always keep me very optimistic of what I'm looking at, what I'm observing, what am I really paying attention to, and I really get my value out of this because sometimes they can leave me a little with my hand raised. You ever watch a sporting event by yourself or with a group of friends and you find yourself turning around saying, did anybody else see this? Why is this? Why? Don't call it a flop. Don't call it a tank. Don't call it that. We got to give it a new name. Let's call it strategic winning, the strategic plan, the plan of action. I want to give it a better name than tanking, giving up, selling out. But I don't want to call it tanking no more. I think these athletes 
deserve a better title because it's out of their hands. Once they sign their name on the dotted line, their decisions are over with. Just like the military, your day is over with. You cannot tell yourself when you get up no more. Once you join the military, they tell you when you get up. Yeah. And it doesn't stop till you get out. So think about that. Sometimes we're yelling at these athletes. Let's think about it before we yell at them. <laughs> Almost said that with a straight face. We're going to yell at y'all ass because some of the shit y'all do fuck up on. We get that. But the overall process of the owners of sports teams, I'm on to you. I got you. What took me so long to get here is the question. Who's to blame? Hmm? Think about that the next time. But I'm still not going over with any of my sports teams. I'm just saying, hmm, I get it now. It feels good to be a part of a club that says, I get it now. And I'm truly saying it right now for sure. I get it now. I'm not wrong. There's nothing wrong with it at all. I didn't get it till I did it before. I used to throw shade at guys that went to the strip club in the daytime until I start doing it. I get it now. I get it now. It's our own thing we have to get over with. Well, in the old words of old man winter, you guys enjoy the rest of your day. And don't forget to appreciate the details of the day. On the phone, as they say in the hood, a little music, get on up out of here, and we're going to let y'all get to it. Oh, yeah. Oh, bring it on down for your boy. DJ DRE. Thanks again. St. Louis Organics. 8088 Watson Road. Stop on by. Say hello. Peace. Until next time. And we out. Until next time. And we out. <laughs>